you got me thinking if it was really worth it Putting it all at this effort just to end up less than perfect But on our great intentions, something used for our protection Are they just another way to force out imperfections? I guess I'm just effective, pointed in the wrong direction The library in my head has one fucked up selection Now children, pay attention, or you'll receive detention Cause after this, you'll be tested on your own reflection Yo, hey, what is good, what is up? Guys in Gal Galleys Galileas. Alright, redo, redo. Hey, welcome back to the 40 Ounce Fridays podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is episode 79. 79 of those. Did you still uh hey, hello? Hi. It's me. Yeah. It's Hope me. you're there. Mr. Meeksies. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm never gonna change it. <laughs> Introducing yourself is weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Like, in real life, too. Like, yeah. People, how, how do you, how are people going to react? It's like, <laughs> someone walks up to you, it's like, hi, I'm Bob. And you're like, I don't know you. <laughs> I mean, that's how I react to everyone. I don't like being in public. <laughs> <laughs> um, but welcome back, guys. This is episode 79. We are, we are on the cusp of episode 80. That's, that's, that's crazy, bro. Mm. <laughs> is it going to be, is episode 80 going to be in April? Or is that going to be like our first episode of May? Oh, uh, it's. I'm not a calendar. I think it's going to be like what the. Tw I think it's going to be the 23rd this when this goes up. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to go up on the 23rd. We're recording this on the 18th. Yeah. So this. Oh, will... our no episode 80 is going to be on the first or no the seventh. Seventh. Yeah. Oh wow, that's my anniversary of Medina. Oh wow, that's cool. Aww. Eleven years. A lot. That is a lot, man. <laughs> but um, phone. I don't want to screenshot anything. Stop. Um, yeah. So we we were on. This is the last episode of April. Episode seventy nine. Episode seventy nine. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, we got a big topic to talk about this episode. But we got a few things we're gonna do before that. Uh, you probably already know what the topic is, judging by whatever fucking thumbnail I made. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the case last week. We no, not at all. Them. It was fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Afterwards, we were like, we're just going to do it differently. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> um, but anywho, Ryan, how you doing? Well, um, I went camping uh, last weekend. Okay. Tell uh, me about it. It was kind of fun. Uh, we went up to Lopez Lake, Lake Lopez, with uh, Marilyn's family, uh, her sister and her brother-in-law, and her parents and her brother. It was fun, but man, the wildlife were brave as fuck, dude. Oh yeah? Yeah, like like pretty much the distance between you and me, deer walking past me sometimes. <laughs> fuck and, fuck that. And <laughs> that's not even all. Like there was hawks everywhere. I saw a raccoon. Oh, you saw one um, of the, one but, of the <laughs> but one of the wildest things was turkeys. Like I feel like that would make me the most uncomfortable. It, I, they were always there. There was packs of them. Just, they're so like weirdly shaped. They're the fucking raptors. They're modernized raptors. They are. Yeah. So one of the nights, apparently, when everyone woke up, uh, our tent was surrounded by turkeys. Me and Marilyn's. No. And they were like surrounded the tent, and going through all the stuff. They opened up one of the coolers, and they straight up ate Marilyn's mom's watermelon. Like there was wow. chunks ripped out of it. You jive turkeys. <laughs> I was like, damn, they're brave as fuck. <laughs> That's yeah. I feel like 
bears would probably be the most the thing I'd be most afraid of going yeah. camping. But right below that would probably be turkeys. Probably be turkeys. Like I'm not I'm not even kidding. Like turkeys are weird. Like imagine like <laughs> it's like just barely dawn, the sun's peeking over the mountain, and you see a shadow go across your tent, and you're like, What's that? And you're from the other side. Like, oh, <laughs> just fucking weirdo. Beaks start pecking at all sides of your tent. It doesn't taste that good. It's just weird to look at. <laughs> One of them gets pardoned every year. I wonder <laughs> who that turkey knows that allows it to get pardoned. White it's people. a politician. Betty son. White. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, same old, same old, doing my thing. Fun little story, I guess. Uh, I I remembered why I don't fucking like the bus. Um, oh, so I've I I grew up taking the bus to school like all the fucking time to elementary school, not the school bus, like yeah. the city bus. Yeah, to like elementary school. Uh, I I did take the school bus to middle school, uh, high school, college bus. Yeah. I took the city I, bus, I and that was just my life. I explained to Marilyn that was a very common thing because she was like, "Why was Milliken having all these problems when it's in such a nice neighborhood?" And I was like, "Well, all the kids around there don't go to Milliken. Yeah, none none <laughs> of them do. As a matter of fact, no, the, I hmm. my homeschool is was Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> it was all Wilson and Polly." homeschools that got yeah, pushed to Milliken, Milliken because all the smarter kids around went to like Polly or Los Alamitos or wherever the fuck and meanwhile me my stoner ass was like I can just walk there yeah <laughs> yeah dude it, but bus bus life that bus life is not the business it's not fun it's and um so I was gonna hang out with uh my girlfriend Modita we were gonna go down to the pike down by the pier hang out I was going to take an Uber. So I got home, shower, change, and I called the Uber. I guess it was Surgeon because people are out on Friday. Mm. Bro, you, my house is relatively close to the Pike. Like, it, it, yeah. it's a it's a good, strong walk, but, like, it's still relatively yeah. close to the Pike. Yeah, it's along one major street, really. Yeah. They were going to charge me $30 from my house to the Pike. No, they weren't. And I was like... Nah, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. So I was like, fuck, I guess I got to take the bus. So I got up and left, and I had to wait like 20 minutes for the bus. Bus shows up, I hop on. Uh, two wheelchairs have to get on as soon as I get on the bus. So I'm like, god damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, fuck the handicap. <laughs> keep in mind, by the time I'm getting on the bus, Modena is like almost there. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. So I had to wait for them to get on, and they got on the bus. This nigga had to stop at every stop. Someone was always getting on or someone was always getting off. Like a bunch of people. I have my headphones on. I'm listening to music. And you know that like that that three second gap. Yeah. In between like one song and the next. Yeah. So that gap happens. And all of a sudden I just hear this old black lady screaming and cursing. She's just fucking going off. <laughs> I don't know who she's going off to or if she's just crazy and yelling in general. But she's fucking going ham on the bus. I'm just like, fuck, let me get my headphones on. <laughs> and as she gets off, she gets off like the stop before mine. Mm-hmm. And um, the bus passes by the street she's about to cross. And she's just fucking glaring at the bus. Just mad as all hell. I'm just oh, like, fuck. what the fuck happened <laughs> what to happened get her here? so fucking upset? <laughs> and it was just... It was so weird to me, oh. and then the wheelchair people had to get off. They got off at different stops, so we had to stop twice. No disrespect to them, I'm just like, God damn, this shit is taking forever. <laughs> so it took me like 30 fucking minutes 
the bus ride, not me yeah. waiting for the bus and getting on. It took me 20 minutes waiting for the bus, 30 minutes on the bus. And then I couldn't find Modita, so I was looking for her for like 30 minutes. So it took me like an hour and a half to get to my fucking girlfriend. And I was just like, bro, I hate public transportation. Oh my God. And as I'm looking for her, I thought she was going to be down by like Shoreline, like Shoreline Village. And she wasn't. She was on the opposite side of the pier next to like where Gladstone and stuff is. Oh, okay. So I had to walk all the way. I had to like, yeah, walk all the way back. Mind you, there's a bunch of fucking people out that day. Like, I don't know why there were so many fucking people out on Friday due to COVID because of COVID and shit. I'm like, that shit's still going on. People were like packed, sitting in restaurants, walking packed like sardines down the fucking little boardwalk from Shoreline Village. And I was just like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm trying to get to my girlfriend. This is this is after work too like i work that day so i'm just like i'm just trying to see my girlfriend for a little (laughs) bit and as i'm walking to go double back i get stuck in front of like this old lady and her granddaughter and they are walking so fucking slow and i'm just like if i could if i could just get around them i'd be fine but i can't because there's too many people just push them down and they get to like that end where the two steps are to climb up to shoreline and the old lady has to stop and ble- brace herself. Bless her heart. She's so old. But she had to brace herself to walk down the steps. And I'm just like, fuck. Was, was at least the kid helping? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, kid was help- the kid was young, but they were helping. Good. And then I finally like sped past and got to Modina. And Modina is like sandal. Like her slipper had like her, her flip flop broke. <laughs> and we were going to go to like Q Smokehouse back that's where famous dave's used yeah. to be yeah oh it's not there anymore no it's a different place oh, famous dave's man. is like gone how long has it been gone now like a few years Fuck, it's, well i mean it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i haven't been there in a while Hughes is not nearly as good but it's it's i and we was gonna wait 20 minute wait for a seat and we were talking but it was like you want to leave and i was like yeah fuck it and we fucking we just fucking left and we went back to my house and just hung out <laughs> so that was that was my friday afternoon <laughs> I took an hour and a half mission to get to my girlfriend. And then when I called the Uber, because we took an Uber back, I was like, I'm not getting on the fucking bus again. Yeah. Um, it was it went back down. So it was like $10 okay. to get from there to my house. Okay. And I was like, well, that's what it should have fucking Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool because, you know, I still got to see my girlfriend for a little bit. But God damn. <laughs> Jesus. She better have bought you an ice cream cone for all nah, that. Nah, dude, it was all good. <laughs> It was nice just to see her. And I gave her a pair of my slippers because hers broke. <laughs> so now she wearing one of my slippers. But we're like the same foot size. Medina's like 5'11". <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was, that was that was my Friday. Okay, well, happy Friday, man. Happy Friday. <laughs> happy Friday. Um, <laughs> you got any fun tales, Ryan? Well, um, uh, I actually uh, just got into a game because uh, it was uh, like half off. Mm-hmm. So I bought the the one that comes with a five dollar DLC. I also ended up buying like all the one DLC I could because I wanted. Well, oh, he's getting into the game. I'm playing Sea of Thieves now. Sea of Z's. No, <laughs> so I like it was me and uh, my buddy Patrick where uh, we just decided to play it. I got it for him as payment for watching the guinea pigs while I went camping. Aww. Um, and. Uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, we're plundering. We uh, have some pirates. I'm a I'm a day's ghost beard, and he is Patrick. 
<laughs> I was like, what's your name? He's like, I do be Patrick. <laughs> I'm like, it works. That's such a Patrick thing. Yeah. I miss Patrick. So um, <laughs> we're, uh, you know what our crew is? We're the, we're our pirate crew. We call ourselves the Pecan Sandies. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we play our instruments mainly. <laughs> Ryan, we're going barred. Ryan wants me to play this with them, and then this is my first time hearing what they called themselves. <laughs> no, KL. So we're bards. We'll be sailing around collecting treasure. The reason why we're collecting treasure is because we're have to. We only pay. We only play at the pay for play gigs, and we can't afford the tickets. <laughs> so, <laughs> God, it reminds me of yeah. our fucking life. So I, I, it's actually really fun. There's like a whole bunch of new stuff, like um, a lot of emotes. Um, there's an emo- uh, for the plunder pass that's going on right now. If you get it and you level up a certain amount, plundering your fucking you wallet. Are, that's what yeah, <laughs> it is. But I'm enjoying it. Um, the, there's like an emote that lets you hide inside a barrel, so okay. <laughs> you can stow away on people's chips and they'll be like, "Whose barrel is this?" And you pop out like, "Ah, it's me." It's me. <laughs> It's it's really cool. I bought a bunch of stuff for our ships, but man, I kind of royally fucked up last time I played. What did you do? Um, did you and the pecan Sandy's get in? <laughs> <laughs> so we were we we're sailing out. We just did our first haul. Okay. We had like a bunch of chests and stuff. We were really excited, and we sold it all. And we we're like, yeah, we got gold. We we're like, let's go look at like all the cosmetics and stuff. We we're yeah. talking about you know changing up our characters. I'm walking around with my dog. I got a dog named Jojo. A little Shiba Inu, <laughs> wearing like a purple, blackish pirate outfit. That's that's adorable. This eats a derp, that's for sure. But it's funny because every time you like get too far ahead, he like levitates up and teleports to you. So because you know it's like <laughs> the game trying to catch up to you. Mm. So every time I see him do that, I have to shout Zawarodo. <laughs> <laughs> but so we're talking about cosmetics and changing up our characters. And all of a sudden, I see what appears to be Patrick's character running up to me in, like, a nice red captain's outfit. And, like, he looks fly. And he's black. So <laughs> I say, whoa, man, are you doing bla- blackface? Because that's not cool. And then I see Patrick's character. Ooh. And then I see three other... <laughs> Um, African-American <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Pop out from behind the bushes. Bro. All wearing the same red. All six of us swords drawn. Oh, and no. I'm like, oh, no. And yep, this is a plunder. Yeah, we, we stood there, and Patrick says, dude, can they hear us? And they say, yes, we can hear you. And I realize that this game has proximity chat. Oh, bro. Okay. So, you know what? <laughs> I am going to play just so I can join your band so I can just freestyle over the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Also, I love the story. I think what would have just made me lose it is if you would have just been like, so I see Patrick running up and he's black now. And it's just like, hey, Blatrick. <laughs> <laughs> just casually. Oh, no. 
<laughs> what the fuck did you just say to me? I, I explained myself. I was just like, hey, man, I saw, I thought you were my friend. And they were like, Nickel, what? But they were just like, are you done using the trade, the merchant? And we were like, yeah, it's all yours. And they're like, okay, cool. And I was like, have a good one. And they're like, happy sailing. And was, Jesus Christ. So we got in our ship and we just chilled there waiting for them to leave because we were like, we, we didn't want to be out in the open seas. And all of a sudden, they was going to beat your ass. <laughs> they tried to shoot at my dog afterwards, too. Damn. They was not playing. Oh, I pissed, I'm like, you you pissed off the wrong people. I know. So that's why you need me. You just need a black friend. Yeah, no, that's actually, that's exactly what I explained to Patrick. I was like, I'm going to get Kyla to play. Cause just so you can have, wow. See, I'm not racist. It's like Charlie in the first episode of Study in Philadelphia. Wow. It's like where he goes to the, co- the coffee shop with the black girl. And he's like, well, here you go to the waitress. And she's like, what? And he's like, I'm not racist. See? Stupid <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, but I'm enjoying it. There's um a bunch of different uh, new merchant quests and mm-hmm. um, a whole bunch of like there's factions I guess you can join. Oh okay, fade up, um, fade up. Fuck the reapers apparently. Oh. They just swarm up on you because it seems like people get really into the role playing of what the um what your different factions are. And mm-hmm. honestly, I'm just excited to role play as a pirate. Like I'm gonna get really into it. Okay, that's uh, that's what my take on uh, Sea of Thieves so far. I'm enjoying it. I will I will reinstall it because I do have Game Pass currently. Yeah. I'll try it out again. I played Sea of Thieves when it first came out, and I guess it's just you know limited content wise when it was like the early stages of it for a few months. I just wasn't vibing to it, but you know, at least I'll get to goof off with you guys at the the very least if I'm still not feeling it. So that'll be something. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm down. And I and I have to show you a video. There's a YouTuber I watch called the Black Okage. Shout out to the Black Okage. He's dope. YouTuber streamer. Mm. He did a video on CFE. He fucking hated it. He thought it was boring as shit. <laughs> but it's so fucking funny. So yeah. I, just, I just have to show you. All right, it. I'll watch it later. <laughs> oh, something that I learned. I learned a bunch of little tricks. I've just been exploring the subreddit because mm-hmm. I want to learn all the little tricks. You want to be the king of the pu- so you'll play Sea of Thieves, but you won't watch one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, so, a little tip I found out. So, you got a banana, right? You can cook it on your stove. It can get burnt. Uh-huh. So, if a burnt banana keeps getting cooked, it can catch fire. A fire can blow up, you know, start a fire on the ship. So, what you do is you have, you cook a banana for like four and a half minutes, and then, you know, put it in your pocket you see someone get off their ship if you feel like it's gonna take them five minutes to get up from to get what they're doing and back to their ship sneak on board put the banana on the stove maybe an explosive barrel near nearby and light the stove wow that's just <laughs> it's diabolical that's some diabolical shit yeah it's... <laughs> don't even grab the treasure you're just getting back on your ship what the fuck cooking bananas <laughs> bananas i ain't cooking no fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, there's some wild shit. Hey, who the fuck burning bananas in this whole goddamn? Everybody jump! <laughs> oh yeah, and um, there was some other stuff I saw. Some like uh, I realized you have to pretty much turn in your your stuff and your supplies like at the end of each round. Oh. Okay. Because every new time you enter the server, it's fresh. Mm. So mm. one thing I learned if you want to build friends. You meet some random pirates on the outpost, and you have to get off. You're like, hey, do you want my supplies? And shoot them. 
Well, I, I, it's, I tend to see more of them instantly getting shot and raided. I pull out the blicky, real, real sticky, click, click, bang. You dead, Nikki. Oh, shit. Give me... No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, if you're if you're down to play with us, that would be really fun. No, no, I'm down. I'll, 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 I'll look into it. So far, I've been the the uh, the pilot of the, the wheel, but mm-hmm. you know we're going to take turns, so that way we all get used to it, and then we can decide who's the best at it to do it the most. Me no, me no pilot boat. I, I really like I, I like driving the boat. I was able to ride the waves and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm thinking we need someone pretty much I'm just gonna steering the boat. Bananas. Yeah, someone steering the boat. Someone like watching the map and like, mm. like handling below deck, and then one mm. person like handing handling like the crow's nest and the cannons, and we'd be set. I'm just gonna cook bananas and geek them out of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh. these niggas eating bananas. Oh man. Yeah, but that's that's what I got so far. I've only played it once for three hours. But. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, that sounds like a good time. And don't threaten me with a good time. Mm. No, I'm going I'm to tap in. But um, Actually, I do got one little bit of a story okay. for it real quick. Just Go to throw it, in. It. Just take up some more time. Yeah. Um, We were sailing to one of the islands. And so there's giant skulls in mm-hmm. the sky, which I later found out were where raids are. So the island that we're going to is in the direction of the skull. And there's skeleton chips all around. So Patrick's looking at the map and I'm like, hey Patrick, uh, we're heading right for this. And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> so we get closer and the ships are coming at us. And I'm like, hey Patrick, they're they're coming at us. And he's like, no, just don't worry about it. Keep going. Bruh. <laughs> and they get even closer and I'm like, Patrick, I'm worrying about it. And he told me not to worry about it, so I just went around them because I wasn't playing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Oh no, I, I really That love just it. reminds me of that, that fucking video. It goes down. It don't go down. <laughs> it does go down. <laughs> God, that was exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, man. Um, so before we, 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 uh, finally get into some more juicier stuff, I, I think Ryan, you, do you have a game today for us? I do actually. Okay. Okay. So before we hop into that, I just have like two things of quick news, uh, maybe three, just real quick. going to drop those in. Uh, if you guys are, any of you guys are fans of the Netflix, uh, Castlevania show, uh, I hope you guys know. No, I hate it. Wow. It's homosexuality. <laughs> I, don't, I ain't come here for gay vampires. I'm getting butt fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no butt fucking actually happens. <laughs> Though it would be fucking totally Castlevania. If it did. But um, uh, season four of Castlevania is coming. Finally. I know niggas have been waiting. I know I've been waiting because I watched season three of Castlevania in like a day. And boy, I was hype. I was on it. I, I really like the show and what they're doing with it. Unfortunately, or fortunately, you know, depending, season four will be the final season of the Castlevania show. It is coming out May 13th. Uh, I believe that's the date, May 13th. 
So you got a little under a month if you want to catch up with the series and watch the first three seasons. It's not long. Season one's like four episodes. Season two's eight. And I, season three's like 10 to 12 or something like that. It's probably like 10, I think. So you, you could watch it in a day. It's less than 20 episodes. Uh, no, it's like 22 episodes. Mm. Okay. But yeah, you can still watch that in like a day if you had like a free day to just binge something. Uh, I highly recommend it if you're a fan of Castlevania, if you're a fan of just animation or just kind of like that that vibe and that style of story. It's very good, very fun. Characters are great. World's nice. Uh, the action scenes are so fucking good, especially in season three. There is some wild shit mm. my man Trevor Belmont was doing with the whip, just double whipping it. Oh, <laughs> did, did you catch the JoJo's reference in, 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 in the Cast- Castlevania series? No, what JoJo's reference? All right, so um, there's a part apparently that involves like a merchant with, with like some masks, and he oh. talks about how he sold one to a guy, like a guy who has a mansion or something like that. What the fuck? Yeah, I have to go back and watch that. What the fuck? Yeah. I probably just wasn't paying enough attention. That's it, it, it's one of those blink and you miss it things. What the? F- that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. So it's like it's not canon, but it's implied. Yeah, no, that's that's fucking dope. I actually dig that because it it takes place around the same time frame, right? I believe so. Like at least by then, because it was one. I'd have to go back and look, but I believe so. If anything, it could even still be before, and it's just like Stonemash just happened to get traded to somebody, and then it gets traded again later. But that's that's fucking cool. Yeah, like I, I dig that. But yeah, so if you've been waiting to watch Castlevania, I say go ahead and do it now because that final season is going to come out and you know it's going to be good as fuck. And uh, if you're a fan of Castlevania, refresh yourself because I know I am. We'll probably uh, force Ryan to watch it so we can talk about it <laughs> yeah. once season four drops. Um, but that was one thing. The uh, other thing I want to talk about is actually coming out the day after Castlevania season four drops and that is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, that comes out May 14th. So if you're a Mass Effect fan or, or Bioware fan in general, looking to get into a new sci-fi series, have always been interested in Mass Effect, just never got the chance to play. Boom, you got a little less than a month before that drops. Uh, they did a trailer like a week or two ago, like very recently, that showed like a lot of the visual differences and stuff like that. It looks so good. Like yeah. How much they've done to make it like updated and look better yeah like they showed the side by sides it's fucking crazy it's like you know when you like play something or watch something as a kid and your memory has it looking way better yeah than it actually looked that's how they made the remaster look okay like this is how i like in me being like 16 playing the f- the first three mass effects before just yeah. like fuck man this looks cool and then i replayed them i'm like yeah, it makes sense why they, they actually didn't look like that. Like It's like the first time you play Sonic Adventure, and you're like, whoa, whoa 3D and then, Sonic. And then you play it years later, and you're like, oh, <laughs> Sonic Adventure. I'm still trying to work on how to get the, that to stream on oh, my PC. It, it, there's, a, there's like methods you have to go to get around on it. Mm. But no, that like... I, I saw like some comparisons and like I'm glad to see that the camel toe is still there it seems. Oh yeah, no 100%. It better be. Yeah. Why would you take that out? Yeah. Fuck that. But um uh I know a lot of like there's been some combat changes too to make it a, a little more smooth for the original game. Yeah, like cuz the, the cuz the first game is a very clunky shooter. That's what threw me off of Mass Effect when it first came very out. Very good story. 
very good rpg elements very clunky shooter i've said this a million times when i like a few years ago when i replayed the trilogy again and i started mass effect 2 and i fired that gun i had to pause because i was like oh my god this feels so much better <laughs> like like the yeah. jump from one to two in terms of like how the shooting felt and i'm not even like a big like shooting shooting game player but the jump is so noticeably different it's so like oh my god i can actually shoot yeah that's <laughs> so apparently there's going to be some upgrades to like uh how uh the gameplay for like gunplay feels in the original mass effect which is good also your little mako truck uh that's probably what's going to drive me back to play it please do I, I, I highly totally recommend it. off from the first one from the shooting. It's one of the best RPGs of all time. Yeah, I imagine so. It's one of the best sci-fi stories of all time, I would See, say, that's, too. That's what I need to it's, need. it's it's one of the big things that got me into sci-fi. Okay. Because, like I said before, like the only real thing I could say sci-fi that I was into was Star Wars. Yeah. When I was a kid. But when I played Mass Effect, I was like fully invested. You know, it's funny because I've been thinking about it a lot since after we talked about Star Wars and sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And even though Star Wars is sci-fi at face value, it really is space fantasy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like, and that's definitely probably what first drew you to it mm-hmm. more. Because I am more of like a fantasy genre type person. Yeah. My my main niche now, like that I'm an adult, that I'm truly an adult, is uh, small town city supernatural shit happening. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, my my love for like just those like fantasy journeys has always remained like Dragon Quest Adventures of Die, so fucking good, so fucking good, so juicy, um, <laughs> and just and playing like fantasy games like uh, Dragon Quest Eleven Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition on the Switch. You guys should pick that up. The Definitive should, Edition. The Definitive Edition. You guys should pick that up. You what? guys should really pick that. Actually, the Definitive Edition. Is on PS4 and Xbox now as well. I think it's on PC too. Oh, with the new funky mode? Yeah, with the cool new funky mode, like the def- the definitive edition. Okay. I believe it's on all platforms now, because I was thinking about replaying it on Xbox. That way, I replayed mm. it on everything I own. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Because it's on Game Pass, so I'm just like, oh, oh cool. I don't even have to buy it a third yeah. time. <laughs> but um, the only problem with it is I know that it's not like, oh, we just added the extra content onto the PS4 xbox and pc versions it's just the switch version ported to the other stuff so it's gonna have the same like resolution and the switch version doesn't look bad because i played it on the switch when the the definitive edition came out because that was a switch exclusive yeah was that edition of it and it doesn't look bad it looks really it still holds up really well but it's gonna you're gonna notice if you've only played it on pc or ps4 you're gonna notice like oh this is less That's, like it's it's noticeable but it's not bad at the yeah. same time but it's still kind of like you couldn't have just added the dlc to these games i don't understand why they couldn't have done that i don't understand when they didn't do that in the first place i thought yeah. when they first announced it i thought like the switch was just getting it with the extra content since it wasn't originally on switch yeah and that the pc and ps4 versions were just going to get like a an expansion thing you could buy but no it was only on switch exclusively and then like now it's on everything but it's just the switch version ported it's a really strange marketing strategy yeah i don't i don't understand why they did that because i know a lot of people were disappointed when when they found out that's what it was going to be 
and I think I talked about it on the podcast before. I was like, that's weird. Like, yeah. I still highly recommend it if you don't have a Switch and you want to play it. I still say buy that version. If you have Game Pass on Xbox or on your PC, go ahead and pick it up. It's free. I highly recommend it. Great fucking game. Fantastic game. But I do agree. It is kind of weird that they were like, nah, I'm just going to port the Switch version. Like, what? Yeah, that's a little lazy. It's It's lazy. Because Especially for that big of a series. And it's like, there is a good amount of new content added into the game. But it's not like a lot to warrant like, oh, it's too much to just add on to this. Yeah. Like, you could have added it. It's not like with Persona 5. Persona 5 Royal added a shit ton of stuff. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, surface level and beneath the surface between vanilla Persona 5 and Royal. I was like, wow, there's a lot of new fucking stuff in this game. So I can understand why they resold it as a new game. Like, Dragon Quest XI, you could have made that an expansion. Could have made it like a $20 expansion. Yeah. And people would have been like, that's fine. <laughs> but um, those are those are my two. Oh, um, My Hero Academia Season 5 has been out for a oh, few weeks man. now. Oh, man. I can't so believe fucking... So we're three episodes into the Class 1A1 Yeah, game? dude. I can't believe Sue died. Like, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dude, like, <laughs> it was fucking crazy. <laughs> like, Hawks flew in and out of nowhere and just fucking cut her head off. This shit is... And you're like, he's a traitor? That's why I was fucking... I'm <laughs> laughing so... <laughs> such bullshit. <laughs> this is such... This is not that arc. It's not that kind of arc at all. Uh, I know a lot of people have been like, man, this arc gonna be boring. I'm like, this is a good I, arc. It's this, exciting so it far. It has solid character development. And, and you're gonna get five team fights yeah and the the best part is episode three started a fight and or the you know like it started a fight yeah and it's already like in it yeah dude and in it yeah it ended huh uh i haven't watched the latest episode yet oh yeah I, i've been taking my time with it just because i already know what happens but mm-hmm. i am gonna watch it because i i like this arc and yeah. i wanted to see it animated. the latest episode is it the animation is really cool it's really fun mm-hmm. to watch yeah, I, I I was I was excited for this arc because because I'm just like, dude, it's five team fights. I don't know why people think this is going to be boring because the villains aren't involved. It's five team fights. Marilyn and I agree that the best part of My Hero Academia is watching these kids beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, that's exactly. all he ever want to watch. I came to watch children fight. Yeah, <laughs> to the bloody death or close to at least. <laughs> okay, okay, because I I'm not gonna spoil it for you because I I already know what happens. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win between Class 1A and Class 1B? Who do you um, think is winning this arc? It's five battles. Yeah, so it's a best two out of three, essentially. Or b- three out of five, because it's five. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, three out of five. Um, I want it to be 1A, but I feel like it's going to be um, like a tiebreaker. And, oh, Midoriya's team versus the one that uh, fucking Mini Eraser Head is on. Mini Eraser? <laughs> Mini Eraser. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Doesn't mean he's got the thing. Yeah, he's got the cloth wraps. Uh, I forget his name already. Sh- I forget Shinzo. his name too. Shinzo. He's he's a cool character. Yeah, I like him a lot. How do you feel about his little voice changing thing? I, I really that was, like that it. That was cool as fuck. I really like it. It's I was like, really oh, cool. people are going to dig it's, this shit. It, yeah, it's so cool. I really like him. He's I, totally I like his character. I'm glad he got uh, another arc. If there's a time skip, he's totally a Razorhead sidekick. Like, he's, he's, he's a cool dude. I, I enjoy um, him a lot. But what was I going to say? I, I think it's going to come down to Midoriya's team versus the 1B team that he's on, which mm. has the also the kind of the semi-leader of 1B, the guy who I, I really am interested in, the guy who takes all their, who can take pay, 
use people's powers. You know? Oh, the one that's always like, <laughs> looks like class one, that fucker. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's either going to be knocked out right away or actually a threat. I, I like his little, I like his fucking uh, pose he does where he's yeah. like, ah. <laughs> I like his getup too. Yeah. He has like the cloak now. Yeah, yeah, no, he's <laughs> It's, he's a cool character. Yeah. Like he'd be annoying as shit in real life, but I lo- his his character. Every time he's there, I'm just like, fuck, man, this fucking dude. But um, <laughs> I I feel like it's gonna come down to that fight, mm-hmm. and I feel like for some reason I have this feeling that Midoriya is going to be like, I'm gonna throw the fight to like, well, to like make, make you be a hero. And he's gonna be like, no, don't do that. And they're gonna oh. get out, and then they're gonna hug. And they're gonna hug, <laughs> and then Shinzo's gonna, gonna like, cry. gonna be like. Uh, gonna sh- be like you won Midoriya and he's like thanks Uraka oh <laughs> realize it's not congratulations congratulations to the end of my hair I continue well I'm saying like it's not Uraka's voice I know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, okay mm. okay nah something stupid it's gonna be cheesy but it's gonna be heartwarming or or 1B's gonna lose and Shinzo's gonna be like I guess I didn't make the hero course and they're gonna be like well you're wrong welcome to class 1C, because there's uh, I only see one of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, I, I like the opening for it, because this arc is very, very heartwarming. Yeah, no, it's growing on me. It's, it's, it's like, hype enough because, because of the fights. Yeah. But it's very heartwarming, because it it's an endearing arc. The first time I watched it, I was thrown off by how subtle. Marilyn's use for it is, uh, she says it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. And it is, but the more it goes, I'm just like, I'm like, okay, all the, right, all right. My Hero's openings fit their arcs really yeah. well. I, like, say do. what you will, My Hero's openings fit really well. Like, um, opening, what is it? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, opening seven. The, the last one of season four, the second one oh, for the, the school festival. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's probably like my least favorite opening, just because I'm yeah. not into that kind of like sound in terms of music. Yeah, me neither. It's not a bad song though, and it perfectly fits with the art. And is. Uh, dude, the um, the, I looked up the English lyrics, mm-hmm. like the English translation, because I was like, what is it? What are they saying? And like, it's it's really like about like how yes, the lyrics are along the lines of like yesterday happened, and mm-hmm. like. It's tough to get through, but like, with like, with hand in hand, like we can make a better tomorrow. Aww. The kind of stuff like that, and like there was some other stuff about I forget exactly, but it was like, oh shit, it's kind of referencing, in a sense, what mm-hmm. happened the previous arc. But it's like this whole arc is about like helping this little girl just fucking re- remove herself from the trauma that she yeah. experienced. People are like, there's no infection. I'm like, there's a really cool like cool fight between Deku and Gentle and a little girl cries in happiness. And, and then you get the Hawks fight. Yeah. The and Hawks and Endeavor versus the Nomu fight. It's such a good fight, too. They it, saved, like, the, the big fight for literally last. Yeah, it, it works as a season. But but Deku versus Gentle is such a good fu- It's such a good fucking... Fuck you, niggas. That fight is great. <laughs> you know what opening I liked, but a lot of people didn't like? But then, like, a year or two later, people started appreciating it. Hmm. Odd Future. Oh yeah, yeah. I no. really like that one. Well, that one, that one got really, really popular. Yeah. Like after a while, people didn't like it at first because it I, was I, very. I went, know they went from like rock to like this like. I I wasn't really vibing with it again. It's just not like mm. my genre. I I know that band though because they they did um, the first opening for Blue Exorcist. Oh, Don't okay. watch Blue Exorcist anime. It's awful. Okay. Um, it kills the manga story, but the opening slap. Mm. The opening, the first two openings slap. 
and they do the first opening and they always have that kind of weird experimental sound that's like constantly changing throughout the song so i knew who they were i just wasn't vibing to that one that one grew on me it's it, still not one of my favorites but i'm like i can see why people like it because it it it's hype. It fit yeah. and it fits the arc. Like I said, it, it fit their 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 songs fit the arc. It's my second favorite opening. My first is uh, Polaris, and my third A- is um, the day. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> the day, uh, for me, my top three definitely Polaris is number one. I fucking God, it's, it's so fucking <laughs> anime. It makes me cry sometimes. It's so fuck. Also, the the fucking overhaul arc is my favorite arc. It's so good. Don't at me. It's my favorite arc. Um. <laughs> But uh, that fucking opening is so fucking anime. Yeah. <laughs> it's so like... And they're like jumping through the air fighting. I was just like, this is the fucking most anime shit my hero has ever the done. The first time the chorus hit and they're like jumping through the air fighting, I actually like when it was done, I, like the ending was over, I just rewinded that part like a couple oh, times because no, it was too. so fucking <laughs> cool. I was like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. like they're the, Polaris is definitely my favorite. Uh, my second favorite is... um. What's it? The second opening for the the sports festival. Oh, the um, peace sign. Peace sign. That's yeah, a, it's my, that's I like fourth. that one. That's my fourth. I like that one a lot. And then my my third favorite would be the day. Mm. Uh, it's just it's hard to it's hard it's always hard to shake the first intro. The day is fucking. It just made an impact. <sighs> it just they they made it. My hero made an impact with its first season. Yeah, it really did. And uh, I'm not a like I'm not huge on their ending songs, but um, yeah. Both endings to season four are my favorites. They're good. Both of them. Yeah. It's like hard for me to pick which one I like more. They're both really good. But I fucking love both of I them. I remember when the uh, the first did it had like went fast and then it was just like it was just sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> that fucking that when they were just when they first meet Aaron it's just like burn and I'm just like ah I was I was hyped. They handled that. They handled that arc really well. It, it had the same vibe as an outro to uh, season four of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, where it was yeah. like yeah. with the tunnel, like. They're, it's like yeah, they're jumping out. Like, yeah, no, that fight. that shit was great. Oh, yeah, man, I, I'm gonna no, watch but but, but my <laughs> my my hero fucking they nail their openings fitting like what's happening in the arc. Yeah, like like uh, the fucking the fourth opening, the first one, the I keep my ideas. Like I said, that one's not one of my favorite ones, yeah. but it fits that arc. Like when you get to that point, I always think of like. Deku fighting uh fucking muscular yeah and uh like, fucking uh well, all might fighting uh all for one yeah like I always immediately think of those fights because it it just fits you yeah. j- I just imagine that in my head like uh, those were epic fights another one that's good with that is uh singing to the sky is what mm. it, uh the third one like that one just whatever I hear that one I'm like that was a fucking tough arc to that like, was a sleeper of an opening too yeah because like it. It does. It takes for until the fight to happen yeah. before you're like, oh yeah. It's a. It's kind of similar, in a sense, to me. The when you get to Naruto's uh, opening um, sign, mm. the, the first time you, it's like, yeah, like okay, with the song is like this, and then it's like. You after the Jiraiya fight's over, and then by the time you hit the Sasuke Itachi fight, you're just like every time the intro plays, you're just like, 
Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> did Did you see the the video somebody did when Infinity War came out? They did like an yeah. intro, but it was did, that. Yeah, I saw and, that one. And everyone's like, "This shit hit different when you actually watch Infinity War." Yeah. Actually, um, <laughs> my preferred Infinity War opening is uh uh Kanaboon. Oh, which Kanaboon? The the fucking Kanaboon uh, does like thirty. Yeah, fucking which openings. one is it? The, um, <laughs> silhouette. Okay, so that's my preferred one okay. for the. Inf- I'll show you that one later. That one actually is kind of kind of Boone does. Um, they do. They did the last op to Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. Oh, that's okay. It's called um Fighter. That song is hype, and they play it as the because in- they don't play the opening in the last episode, mm-hmm. but a bunch of shit is going down at the start, like immediately at the last episode, and they're just playing the fucking opening during it. Oh, and you're fuck. just like fuck. I hope things end well. <laughs> You're very fucking nervous, and you just hear this fucking oh, 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 oh. you're just like oh god. Oh man, <laughs> it's it's a good opening. That's a uh, openings are very kind of boon are just anime opening. I guess. So. Yeah, but I mean like if when openings are used outside of being an intro, it always is very impactful, especially when it has to do with a story. Like mm-hmm. I always think of um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood when you know. Uh, at the end of one of the episodes, everyone fucking dies. Everyone on Earth fucking dies. Or everyone in Amestris fucking dies. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> so they, uh, the episode starts off and it's like 10 minutes of nothing. And then all of a sudden the other, uh, seal opens up and everyone starts coming to life. And then rain starts playing and you're like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Like you can't help but kind of Bro. tear up a bit. Okay. So, Iron-Blooded Orphans does kind of something like that with, with the first ending. The first oh, yeah. ending was the best ending song. But when they get into the second half of season one, uh, a major character dies. Oh, shit. Like, I'm not going to say who, Yeah. but a major character dies. And it's so fucking sad. You're just like, God damn it. I knew this nigga wasn't... I knew it was going to happen. Like, I felt it was coming, but I didn't want it to happen. <laughs> so, I was hoping he didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> but he did and they had already switched to a different ending yeah but it's fucking raining <laughs> it starts raining and i'm like oh this nigga not gonna make it and in the background you can hear the first ending slowly creeping oh, up no. i was like this nigga is dead <laughs> turn the music off <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this really like smooth jazzy like oh. it's like hey hey i was like oh he's dead we, we, we gotta we gotta make a video where it's like when a main character dies in an anime and it's like one of us is like uh, uh, and it's like no you'll make it you'll make it and then rain starts happening and it's like fucking they get an umbrella and it's like no you can make it and the music starts playing like turn that shit off it was literally that fucking meme of like it starts raining yeah. <laughs> the sad theme starts playing because the first ending is called tears of an orphan oh my god i was just like god damn it they, they fucking they killed him they <laughs> they i was just, i was so hurt dude i had been like that show makes you feel so bad for the people who die in it because because you get attached to them they're like they're fucking they're fucking family dude. like do you think that they're gonna play the um the op- the newest opening of my hero like at the end of this part of the season after uh bakugo dies in the intense battle Shut between one fu- b no and then move past it at the funeral and it's like and he looks no. at all my and he smiles at him and he's like no one's gonna bother you anymore kid stop <laughs> stop <laughs> He's Ryan's trying to brainwash you. Season five is 
You season five, me. all in all, <laughs> uh, the, the, I won't spoil nothing, but pretty positive uh, for I, everybody, everyone involved, heroes and villains, everyone yeah. involved, I, I, I everyone he- involved. I hear that the second half is going to be diabolical, and I can't. Wait well, to the second it. half is going to be, but like I said, everyone involved in season five pretty much gets a nice little positive outcome. That's good to hear. Heroes and villains. Heroes and villains. Even Togata? Yeah. For season, if, if season five ends where I think it's going to end, yes. Cool. What yeah. about twice? Yes. If season five ends where I think it's going to because it's, it's too perfect. It'd be too perfect of a cliffhanger ending. Because I remember reading the chapter and then I was like, oh, fuck. Next chapter, shit's about to go down. Like, they, like... Like, shit was going down. Like, I'm not going to tell you what they mm. said, of course. But, like, it's like, such and such, such and such. Da-da-da-da-da. I was like, fuck, it's going down. Oh, like, that. Fuck. that's the perfect spot to end season five to get you hyped for season six. Okay. Season six starts, it's immediately that fucking arc. Okay. It's, um, like, no bullshit, no beating around the, just immediately, no, like, fucking episode zero, let's introduce you to everyone. Yeah. They just dive in. Okay. Like that's how I see it playing out. Okay. Cool. So so look forward to that in 2022 or 2023, whatever. Fucking season yeah. six comes out. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything else you want to add before we? Uh, um, f- I, I a quick news just happened. Oh. So this is the quickest news. So you remember Lizzo drunk DMing Chris Evans? Yes. He replied. Legas. <gasps> <laughs> okay. So he says. No shame in a drunk DM with a kissy face emoji. Hey. God knows I've done worse on this app. LOL. Uh, Facepalm. Okay. <laughs> I feel it. So he's piping Lizzo. No, oh, <laughs> no, yeah, we're smashing. We not that. We not that <laughs> podcast. A uh, big thank you to Marilyn Garcia, my girlfriend, for sending me a screenshot of this. Oh my god. <laughs> Fun times. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Oh. How about that new captain? No, we not gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> I, I still need to watch that. <laughs> I, I still do too. I heard he getting his ass beat though. <laughs> like nobody likes that new Captain America at all. <laughs> oh man, he's having a rough time. Man, imagine if you could cast anybody else as Captain America or any other character or any other thing. Gee, we're. I wish we had some way of doing that, Ryan. Well, let me introduce you to today's game on the Forty Ounce <gasps> Podcast. That I call faux casting. Insert eventual tune here. Okay, so the rule of this game is we're going to take turns. Uh-huh. Each of these bags contain a different piece of a plot. Okay. So what we're going to do is you'd pull one out of one and then one out of two. Mm-hmm. So this the one is the setup, the premise. Okay. Two is the conflict or what happens in the movie. Okay. And then three is a condition. Okay. So it could be having like, oh, featuring this actor as this. So you have to incorporate them into the movie. Okay. Or there's one in here. I will warn you of this. There's one called that says big budget all-star cast. Oh. You're going to have to throw more characters in there. You're going to have to like star okay. stud this cast. Okay. So that's the one you don't want to get. For sure. It, we'll sure. do this once each, and if we feel like we want to do another, we can do another. Okay. Okay. But, I'm down. So we're. How about we not read it? Do you want? Do you want to go first? I'll go first. I'll all go right. First. Sure. So don't read the things to me. You're gonna pitch the movie to me. All right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 
So I pick one yeah. from one bag and then one from yeah. the, the other. Yeah, and you're going to cast the characters in this film. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Probably have some... Maybe I'll change the music when we do this. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I uh, hastily made this like minutes before I came over because I had forgotten about it. Okay. <laughs> That's why it's in Ziploc bags and <laughs> folded all funky. That's all good. That's all good. Oi. God fucking damn it. <laughs> do, I, do I draw from the third bag? Yeah, or no? the okay. third one is the condition of it. Oh, okay. So Shit. this will have to affect how it goes. Okay. Let's see. Let's see here. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. Let me, let me, give me one second. I'm going to think this through. <laughs> so we got one, two, and then three. Um. Okay, I'm gonna pause the podcast real quick just because I want to look up yeah. the correct name for these uh, actors I'm gonna pick. Yeah. But then once we, uh, it'll be edited, so it'll be like a second. <laughs> okay, I think I got my shit together. Let's let's get it. All right. All right. So picture this. Okay. You got two people. Uh, you got Ricky played by Shamik Moore. If you don't know who Shamik Moore is. He used to be on the Nickel or the Cartoon Network live action show Incredible Crew. He was on. He was the main character of this movie called uh, I forget what the movie is called actually. But currently, most recently, uh, he plays fucking uh, Raekwon the chef from the Wu Tang Clan on Wu Tang and American Saga. Okay. okay. So if you if you haven't seen him before, Ryan, this is what he looks like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. You got Ricky, who's played by Shamik Moore, and you got his buddy Kenny, who's played by Tom Holland. Okay. Okay. So both of them have been friends for a minute, and the reason why Kenny ended up, you know, hanging out with Ricky for so long is Ricky got him high for the first time. Okay. So it kind of eases stress. Kenny's like this model student. His parents pressure him for good grades, but every now and then he goes over, hangs out with Ricky, who's more laid back, more just like, eh, fuck the bullshit, coast through life. And they get high and hang out. So they've been doing that for a while. And Ricky had always been like, yo, I kind of want to do like a podcast or something like that. So <laughs> Kenny's just like, I mean, I guess since I'm here, I'll help you out. So they start doing a podcast, just talking about life events and bullshit and shooting the shit. And Ricky's family has been getting on him to, you know, go to school, do something with his life, get a career. Okay, he's, okay. he's fine just cruising through he has a regular nine to five he has like four roommates living in like a two-bedroom apartment and you know he he has an ex currently pregnant but he's not really looking to take care of the kid he's he's fine with it because he doesn't want to stress himself out like kenny who doesn't have any of those problems besides you know the stress of getting into a better school Mm. uh finding a good job to be like a doctor or something like that and he doesn't really know what he wants to do with his life. He just feels like that's what he should do with his life. Because Quick of his question. Parents. Yeah. What song in the trailer would you use to convey his oh. personality? 
Okay. I'm going to throw in a rule here. We can ask each other questions about oh, it. Oh, you right. son of a bitch. Uh, you, so you can ask me when I play. Okay. Okay. So, Ricky, I'd probably play... Hmm. I'd probably play... Okay, we... I, I, I played this song while you were at the uh, while you when you first came over around when I was listening to music. Okay. It's called uh 1993. 1993. It's uh, uh I'll probably play it as background music in this. No, because I'll get copyright. Yeah, no. I, Just I, look I, it up. I, it's by it's by Dreamville. I, I I remember the song that you were playing they when were, I came in. Roll up and pour me a drink. Yeah, yeah. Let's get like yeah. like okay. that would be so Ricky. That, okay. That's, so Ricky. Okay, that's Ricky. Yeah. And then Kenny, you probably get like. Some old fucking uh, Weezer song playing. <laughs> like, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, hash pipe. Hash pipe. Okay. Yeah. No, better. Okay. I got it. I got it. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So they introduced Ricky 1993 is playing. They introduced Kenny. Say it ain't so is playing. They talk about doing the podcast. One night they finish an episode. They're kicking it and they're waiting for some food to come in. They hear a knock at the door. So they're like, oh, I guess it's just the driver. Open the door, baby at their doorstep. Oh, they're shit. like, "What the fuck is this? This ain't food." And they're keep in mind they're faded as fuck. They they've been smoking all through the podcast, and they both just took an edible. This is Kenny's first time taking an edible as okay. well, so it hasn't kicked in for Kenny yet. Ricky is vibing. He's just like, "Hey man, <laughs> got a baby right here," and Kenny's panicking. Kenny's freaking out. They don't know what to do. And Ricky's like, calm down, calm down. They left the map. They left instructions. And it's a series of riddles that's going to take them state to state to find the mom to deliver the baby to. They don't know who dropped the baby off. And they don't know what reward is in store for them. But a reward is in store for them. And as Kenny's freaking out and panicking, Ricky's telling them to calm down. And then Kenny just suddenly stops because the edible kicks in. Okay. Right when that plays, it cuts frames to like them on the road getting in wacky shenanigans, and then hash pipe starts playing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and then it'll show scenes of them like you know doing like crazy little wacky banter about them arguing. It's just like Ricky, all you fucking do is get high, and you're not even gonna raise your kid. Yeah, well at least I don't <laughs> like you know. Yeah. And they're gonna learn from each other. Like Ricky's gonna learn to be more responsible. Kenny's gonna learn to be more laid back, and they're both gonna learn the joys of being temporary dads with this baby <laughs> <laughs> oh man and uh i think the way the story will be told it'll be them after the event talking about it in a podcast episode so it'll it'll go back to them talking about the story and then it'll go to the actual scenes that happened and it'll be called Pod, uh, it'll be called whatever the podcast is called. I don't know yet, quite yet. Episode 100 or something. Because like that. <laughs> that'll be the episode they talk about that story. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man. So that is my movie. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> well, what did your card say? Uh, <laughs> two uh, drunken stoners do a podcast. <laughs> when they find an abandoned baby in the treasure map. <laughs> Rated R. Rated R. All right. <laughs> Nice, nice. All right. So it is Ryan's turn. My turn. Uh, I'll actually pause it again, and then uh, once yeah. Ryan's set up, we'll we'll go ahead and do it. And we're back. Ryan said he is prepared, so uh, let's get into it. Ryan, go ahead. All right. So cut to 
the skyline of New York City. Okay. New York. Bustling. Busy, busy city. Home of the biggest corporate officials. Pe- people just trying to live their day. And the camera pans down to a dark alley. Street cats. Cue two kitty cats living on the street. Played by Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. Oh, you fucking bitch. <laughs> okay, question, question, yeah. question. I, I, I think I already know... But what is the tone of this trailer? The tone of this trailer is it's a, it's going to be a comedy. It's going to it's actually going to be an action comedy. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be live action or animated. I feel like it would work better animated based on this the second part I got. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> it's going to be an animated movie. Um. I think it's, yeah, it's going to have to be uh, a PG-13 at least movie. Okay, okay. So, uh, they're digging through the scraps, talking about how they uh, haven't heard, you know, they don't know where they've been. They, they don't know where they came from. Until one day, they come across a cat, like a big old fat cat in one of the random alleys after getting chased out of the park or something. Something that ends them up in a different part of the city. Mm-hmm. And this cat recognizes them, and he's like, yeah. You're Jerry's boys. Oh, I gotta name the other two cats right now. Um, what would you name these cats? For King and Michael Key and Jordan Peele? Yeah, I'd say they're both like one's a one should be a black cat, one should be a tabby cat. Okay. Um, uh, and they're Jerry's kids. Yeah. Hmm. Name the black cat. Vanilla Bean. Vanilla Bean? Yes. <laughs> That's Keegan Michael Key. The joke will be like, he's like, you act like a vanilla bean, vanilla bean. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So and the tabby, or, or should he be an orange cat? No, it'll be a tabby. Yeah. And his joke will be that his name is Tabby Thuh. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they thought he was a girl. Yes. Okay, so that's so the, he struggles with that. Those those are the j- jokes that get th- brought out throughout okay. the movie. Okay. But anyway, this cat tells them where Jerry can be found. He remembers the day that they went missing. It turns out animal control found them on the streets, took them, they got adopted, the homeowners didn't want them anymore, left them on the streets. Okay. It's, it's a system, man. The cycle, it, it, yeah. the cycle continues. True story. So they find Jerry and he is a big, fat, fat like mangy cat living in the streets played by Morgan Freeman. And he's just yes. so happy to see his boys, but he's been coughing. <clears throat> and he explains that he has cancer. God damn. Now, he knows of a way to get the, medic- the, the medical treatment for it. They'd have to steal a lot of, um, a lot of treats from the local target oh. and that can pay off some of the alley cats who are willing to yeah. do pay the medical bills i bet so <laughs> these cats now have to perform the heist of the century and break into the local target to steal all the cat toys and cat treats and all, the, it. all of it yes <laughs> but it oh. turns out that they've been known about for a long time Jerry isn't exactly as innocent as he says he is. Mm. He's actually 
using them for an ulterior motive. Okay. What it might be, you'll have to find out. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking about calling it Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Is Cat's Cradle going to play? Yeah, like in the action scene, like when they're like fighting against uh, Jerry, there's like there's gonna be guns. They're gonna be like little little kitten paws. Holy shit! Like I'm thinking one of them is driving like a golf cart through like the target or something, or like the target attached to a mall. Mm -hmm. How about that? And uh, they're driving through the mall, and he's like, like some of the cats are like shooting at them, and they're like quick fire, and he's like trying to like on the floor, like I don't know how to use this with his paws (laughs) and stuff. Like God damn it! (laughs) I can actually see that being a trailer. Yeah. Like <laughs> what, what? What? What did you get for? Right. Your, uh, so I got prompts. two two street cats search for their father in the big city. And okay. I was like, okay, this is gonna be a wholesome movie. They have to pull off the heist of the century to pay their father's cancer bills. <laughs> Fuck. And then I got with a twist, your call, which means like, okay, that was fun, dude. I, think I dig we'll, it. We'll keep, I think we'll keep these same bags for future time. Okay, and then yeah. just pick the room. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No, I dig it. That was fun. That, that, that was fun. I like that game. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Ryan always coming through with the games. Yeah. Oh, and while Ryan was thinking of his, I thought of a name for mine. Uh, Highs and Lows, episode 100. That would be the name of their podcast. So, um, anywho, moving on to our main topic like we always do about an hour in. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about, uh, you, you, you saw the thumbnail, so you already know who it is. We're going to be talking about who I feel is probably just one of the most evolutionary kind of artists I've seen in my time, like in terms of just like, damn, this man has changed over the course of his career. I'd also say he's borderline iconic at this point. Oh, agreed. Fully agreed. Uh, we're talking about Tyler, the creator. Uh, I know you saw from the thumbnail that we are talking about my boy, Tyler. And he's had a very interesting career. Uh, he's done music. He's acted with, and then you know he had the show like Lord of Squad. Yeah, Lord of Squad is a gem. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what anyone yeah. says. Lord of Squad is a gem, it's, bro. It's up, up there in those shows where it's just it's perfect for being drunk or high, and nothing else on, and it's on. And you just it's need a just quick laugh. stupid it, funny. It's like that, <laughs> and like the fucking. Um, my favorite one of those Adult Swim shows was the John C. Riley one, where oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, um, Tyler Tyler's had quite the career, um, and he's been at it for a while. And I know a lot of people remember Tyler from back in the day when we were younger and he first came out. And I know a lot of people more recently know of Tyler, like younger people, uh, for his more recent stuff like Flower Boy and Egar. But he has quite like the discography like he really does because it's it's interesting how much he's changed like if you've listened to his first project bastard and then don't listen to anything else and then listen to his latest project igor you'd be like well what the fuck happened yeah (laughs) like it's it's so different and and artists do normally you know change over the course of their career of course especially after like six fucking albums but it's so like what it's more than night and day it's like this is like a new millennium in terms of like musical shift 
and it's really cool. Yeah, really like, cool to see. I was even able to see it just in like uh, I my homework was to listen to the entire discography. Yeah, I, I and, ran it. I, I thought of this <laughs> on a whim. Like I was, I, I just happened to be listening to the discography because I wanted to, and I was like, it'd be cool if we just did an episode on him. Yeah. Ryan, listen to all that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, I got through the first three, and now Igor. So even just the jump from those first three to Igor, I was like, there's all there's a big difference. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It threw me off. Oh I was of like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, dude. Whoa. Igor's way different. I liked it. Yeah. And it, you would have been more eased into it had you had the time to listen to like a uh, Cherry Bomb and yeah. especially Flower Boy. Yeah. I would, like those I, are those are definitely those two definitely transition you into like what Igor is. Hey, base just think of that homework like i did my homework in high school like the assignment's over but i'm still gonna end up doing it <laughs> <laughs> ryan graduated yeah I did. <laughs> like i gotta say i'm like i'm dumb but i'm not like dumb i'm just lazy <laughs> I, I've, I vibed it same wavelength but yeah dude um i don't think anyone when when bastard especially when goblin goblin was probably the big one uh, that was like the first like album album for Tyler. Yeah. When when those two came out, we were like in high school. Yeah. When when Bastard and Goblin came out, I remember you guys so talking about them. We old. That was like almost. That was that was, was ten years ago. Yeah. That was over a decade ago. Well over a decade ago. Uh, when those came out, I don't think anyone expected the shift. I think people either expected like Odd Future and Tyler the Creator and all of them were gonna fizzle out after you know that whole wave or uh they were just gonna keep being on the same you know bullshit essentially and that's not what happened they changed they changed a, a lot of members of odd future changed like all of them did and all of them you know kind of started doing their own thing but uh i find tyler's career really interesting because if you listen to his album especially if you end up listening to them like back to back after you've already listened to them before like i did i eventually just listen to all six albums like back to back to back to back the 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 change in evolution is like fuck that's that's really cool to to essentially like listen to someone grow as a person yeah uh of course i don't know tyler personally so i don't know how he, personally he's changed as a person but like listening to those albums you can tell like damn dude this man has been on a journey yeah and it's really cool to see so uh ryan i uh, ryan listened to the, the first three and ryan said he had a, a good amount of notes on the first three so i'm gonna let him take the floor real quick and okay. he'll he'll talk about it i this is um so i'm gonna say a disclaimer i didn't really because i listened to them while i was driving to and from work and um mm -hmm. so i didn't really get a chance to really go back and like re-listen to the lyrics that i found like intriguing or anything so i tried to base everything off the beats and the sound and I gotta say, my man's is cohesive as fuck. Like, yes. it, it just seems like everything just flows into each other. Mm -hmm. And like, he he just like he doesn't have to tell a story with his words. And I find that very interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. Honestly, you're you're you definitely right about that. Yeah, and uh, like with bastard, it started off like I immediately felt this like this somber anger in the opening track. And, you know, it just it pretty much tells the story, like the origin story, I feel like. Yeah. And it immediately is just fucking angry throughout that oh. whole album. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the song right after it has this kind of like jazzy kind of like soft 
flow and then meet right after that it's just anger constantly and i i i feel like each of those three albums had a different like style to the sound mm-hmm. like um the bastard had a very like noir kind of mm-hmm. sound like everything was eerie it felt like i was in the streets of the city um and one thing i also got to say about bastard is it felt bipolar yeah like yeah he, it was felt just, very back and forth yeah like it, but it all felt like it just went into the next song Mm-hmm. But it was so quick of a sh- of a switch that it it was. I feel like it fucked with me mentally mm-hmm. in a good way, though. But I don't know. It was very consistent. And yeah, definitely. He has shock value for the sake of shock value. Oh yeah, no, he definitely did because yeah. he could. Yeah, and I know a lot of people were hating him because he would like dispute. He was joking. He's being a troll. Yeah, he even says that in interviews. He's like shocked that people like actually like responded or said something to him. he's like dude i'm just a fucking kid I'm yeah just, i'm just a fucking dude <laughs> you're just doing it for the sake of it yeah like like you really responded <laughs> which is interesting for the shift into goblin because i feel like the shock value in goblin is very artistic like it, it, it be- can be at some point before it was like before it was like just like i'm gonna rape you and fuck your father I'm gonna do this. It won't even matter. Facts. And then, like, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember and then, I was listening to. It, I was like, God damn! And then, like, I was listening to shit in my school. And then, and then fucking uh, Goblin. It's just like talking about how he's gonna like. It's very intricate. It's not so much just like I'm gonna say rape and fuck and faggot. He's I, yeah. His his songs are definitely more. Uh, I don't want to say they were completely structured, but they yeah. had more sense of a structure yeah. in them in, in Goblin. Which added to the whole element of like every song felt like if you just took the beats mm-hmm. and put it on a house on Halloween with the decorations, it would work. Oh, yeah. Like it was a spooky album. And and one thing I really like about Tyler, I think a lot of people know, is like his opening tracks and his, his uh, outro tracks always make some kind of like a statement, like mm-hmm. an impact. Like, Bastard and Goblin's, like, opening tracks yeah. are probably, like, some of the best songs on their albums. Yeah. Like, they're, respectively. They, they're fucking good. They like, those are you. those are songs I would, like, this is actually a really good song. Like, it, unironically, this it, is actually a really good song. It's like a song that makes you clear your mind and invest your thoughts mm-hmm. into it. Because he's being, he's being real, especially yeah. in the outro tracks, too. He's, he's being real. And I noticed um, in Goblin, especially, there was a lot of like, uh, like self hate, self hatred. Mm-hmm. Like bastard, it seemed like he was angry at the world, but Goblin seemed like he was angry at himself. Mm-hmm. That's kind of okay. what I felt from it. Yeah, um, and it was I felt, but it also felt more evil. Yeah, yeah. No, you you had it definitely was. You had songs like like I said, this moves into like the more structured thing, like where like you were saying, bastard, you would talk mm-hmm. a lot about like. Like rave and I'm gonna kill you. I'm yeah. gonna fuck you. And, like very more straightforward. Like <laughs> I agree with you. Goblin sound seems a little more yeah. like evil in terms of just like not only sound but in just like intent. Yeah, because like, the songs are more structured. Like I'm gonna cut her like a barber with Parkinson's <laughs> disorder. <laughs> that song <like>. is. <laughs> look, and, look like, in hey. all honesty, in all honesty, that bar has always stuck with me. Oh my god, because that bar so is good. kind of fucking fire. It is. I, I cut her like a barber with a. Parkinson's disorder. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I, I listened to that li- lyric as I was pulling into my apartment, punching my fucking code into it, and I fucking died. 
<laughs> like, was on full holy blast. fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, oh, what? Man. Yeah. Really Even like song titles, because then like fucking Bastard, what did you. Bastard had what? What's that song called with Earl? Ass Milk? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and Ass Milk is actually kind of a fire song, but the lines <laughs> in that song are disgusting. Yeah. And also, the song is called Ass Milk. Like, it, it's but weird. Earl comes on the track so fucking clean. At its surprise, when I arrive in this crack, crack, where I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, dude!" I hate the fact that this song fucking goes. <laughs> That's how I feel about most of the songs I heard because I, I was like. This is really good, but like, yeah, I, he has one song on. I forget what the song is called, but um, he's essentially in the perspective of like Ted Bundy. It's on Bastard. Oh shit, that makes a lot of sense. Like, if you really listen to it, it's like, oh, let me see. He has a lot of weird, creepy songs like that, where it's just like. The one, uh, was it she or her? She, well, yeah. Yeah, where she is with the, he's in the window. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. She is, she is like, is an iconic song. Well, fucking, uh, Frank Ocean. Yeah, I was like. Holding rubbers in these denim pockets. <laughs> <laughs> On my wrist. <laughs> black I was clock, like. Black clock. I was merging onto the 605 from the 405 right there, and it was like dark, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you've seen the video, too. It's fucking creepy. He's like in her fucking house. Oh my god. <laughs> what is the song called? Uh, like, I really want to know. Yeah, there's ass milk on fucking bastard. <laughs> oh fuck, he really named the song ass milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forget what it's called. I don't remember what, what, mm. what the song's called. But I always remember that song, like even even like before I re-listened to the album, and it's just like fuck. <laughs> and then like on Bachelor, you have songs like French, yeah, which were intentionally oh. just made to be fucking offensive. Yeah, was it Blow? That was that one. I don't remember. Hey, uh, can you know what's something that's interesting about his rap style? That threw me off at first, but I've really appreciated all throughout. Is, hmm. Especially in the early albums, it seems because I didn't. Igor felt very flowy, like everything was on beat. Yeah, but yeah. Those first couple albums, he he rapped off beat. It oh yeah, very, it was it was more like he was just he was just talking to shit. He was just spitting. Yeah, but it it worked. Yeah, because he because he was aggressive and like the way he um. The way he does his beats, yeah, I think especially back then are very like aggressive. Yeah, and can we talk about Tyler? I think has always just had good production. Like he's he's very good with the Sims. Yeah, like I'm like fuck. Like he he uses the Sims very well for like that dark sound. Yeah, he's very good at it. It like shit. He he needs to like do the music for a video game, <laughs> dude. That'd be fire. That'd be fire. I could definitely see yeah. that. But yeah, I like Bastard and um, Goblin are definitely like the more aggressive phases yeah. of his career, I'd say. Wolf is too. Yeah. Well, Wolf is like definitely like the early stages. You kind of see him like really shifting and growing. It definitely seems like the end of the trilogy because it's like Bastard is super angry mm -hmm. and Goblin is like a self-loathing and then Wolf is kind of like content. Yeah, like like he he always brings up his dad in a lot of songs yeah. in those older albums, 
and I know in Wolf, I forget again. I forget what the song is called. My, I apologize, but he has a song about you know his dad again and how like yeah, it fucking sucks. I you know, know him, but like he wouldn't be where he was. Things would have been different if he did know his dad and shit like that. Yeah, it is a re- it's a really good track. It's like a really good track. Wolf Wolf had some tracks that really just stood out as like damn. Yeah, that was good. That was like just a well thought out well structured song something that i really liked throughout those albums too is um because it makes me think of it talking about wolf is um how he battles with his conscience mm-hmm. like you don't really know it's his conscience until the second album but like you know yeah but, yeah if you've been paying God, attention to all that like if you've actually been paying attention to that stuff yeah you know what it is because he's mm-hmm. battling with it it's mm-hmm. telling him not to do these things or telling him that saying faggot is wrong yeah and which like, also probably had something to do with him battling against his own yeah. sexuality and his exactly. own issues. Exactly. Like, like I, I, it took me a while. Not to exactly that. stated by him or in his music, but yeah, you can something. kind of infer it. Yeah. No, that's that's why I bring it up because mm-hmm. it's it was interesting. It was very interesting when I first heard him. Like I was like, he's saying it a lot, and I'm like, yeah, he huh. he used it a lot, and I don't think he meant it in a like you yeah, know he's a he troll. Yeah. Like he was just using it as just like a little filler cuss word, like how yeah, exactly. back in the day we would use like shit fuck in yeah, between it, our sentences. It, it, he didn't mean it in a in that way, but it was just an interesting thing that I noticed. Mm-hmm. And um, what I really liked is at, it seemed like at the end of Goblin, like his conscience when he realized it was his conscience that he was talking to, mm. Wolf. Uh, opens up with his conscience like oh here's wolf like tyler like get along oh with yeah him. yeah like because he's collabing into this new thing mm-hmm. and i feel like because because like- also when you listen to, like i think in goblin too especially like he talks about like wolf Haley being the person he wants to be yeah like wolf Haley is the dude he wants to be yeah. but it is him essentially yeah like they're all the same person exactly like him tron cat all that shit Wolfgang. <laughs> and of course you had Yonkers. Yonkers is probably one of the most iconic songs, not only on like Goblin, but yeah, in just theory. in general. That song definitely made it. That's the song where people are like, damn, this nigga dissing people. Like B.O.B. made a response to it because of the yeah. fucking uh, the line, what is it? Uh, what do you think of Haley Williams? Fuck Haley. Fuck her. Wolf Haley robbed him. I'll crash that fucking airplane that that faggot nigga Bob is in. And stab Bruno Mars and his goddamn esophagus <laughs> and won't stop until the cops come in. And it's just like, I, I there's another snippet from an interview I saw. I I started listening to him again because I watched a video of him. I watch a lot of like, I watch a, a lot of different YouTube videos. So sometimes late night I'll just be watching shit. It was like an hour and 20 minute video. I believe it's from the channel. The channel's called Jay Aubrey. But he was just talking about Tyler the Creator a lot. And he brought it up. And there was like a little piece of an interview where he was saying like, like, damn, this I, this nigga really took it that seriously. Like, because B.O.B. made a response to Odd Future and he made a song called No Future. First of all, B.O.B. sucks. B.O.B. Yeah. <laughs> had a few good songs. B.O.B. is whack, bro. B.O.B. B.O.B. is a flat earther, so he can fuck right Oh, off. he has. Yeah, he also is a flat earther. <laughs> but, um... I'm beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was I gonna say? Tyler was saying that um, he wasn't really saying like fuck them in general. It was more to like what was being like that mainstream kind of thing at the time. It was more so that. Yeah. He was saying, and then that's why it changed into like 
you know, Wolf Haley because of Haley Williams and B.O.B. had the song Airplane. That Fuck that song. That yeah. song's so annoying. Everything, love Haley Williams. Yeah, I love her. I fucking hate that hey, song. I love Rivers Come Out, but like, I got the magic in, in me. me. <laughs> fucking B.O.B. features with an artist and just fucking ruins it. Every song is every song is that. Every single song is fucking saying anything. I'm like And then of course I went to Bruno Mars because like his first really really big hit was uh Beautiful Girls all over the video with fucking iCarly in it. Yeah. That was so random. I was like, is that fucking iCarly? What is that? Oh my god. So that was the general idea of it, which is why he used them in sequence, because they were also all related through those yeah. song features. Which was interesting, because the Yonkers is also a very just like, fuck, okay. It's a good song. And then, like, the video, I think, actually ends on the third verse. Like, if you watched a normal video that aired, it aired, ends with him hanging himself. Yeah. But there's a fourth verse in the song. Yeah. Where he keeps going, and the fourth verse is actually the best part of the fucking song. Yeah, no, I was, I was, and I, and I hate the fact that I didn't know about it until I actually listened to the album one day. I was like, "There's another verse." <laughs> they like, they say success is the best revenge. Yeah. So, like, I was, it's just like, God damn it! I, there's I, another part. I thought the song was ending, and then because I, I mainly knew about Tyler from when you first showed me Yonkers mm-hmm. um, back in the DTS days. Oh yeah, packed yeah. into Ricky's room, sweaty, <laughs> sweaty as fuck. Five sweaty dudes just playing music for like three hours. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, and he had that fucking line. Uh, something about his conscience. Now I bunny hopped off my shoulder. Now my conscience dead. Now the only guidance that I had is splattered on cement. Actions speak louder than words. Let me try it. I was like, that was kind of fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> like shit, dude. Like there's there's definitely some gems in the I, I guess the original Tyler trilogy because mm. you really start to, to see the feel the shift in Cherry Bomb Cherry Bomb is a very polarizing album and um, when you do listen to it you'll know why because he was very experimental with the sound in Cherry Bomb okay there's a lot more of like kind of like distorted kind of sounds him yelling like on the track different like a uh, loud distorted beats that like flow into each other over and over and over again so there are a lot of people who were into like you know bastard goblin and wolf that immediately didn't like cherry bomb because it sounded so fucking different it's interesting from what the original three were but tyler has said a lot of times that cherry bomb is probably one of his favorite albums to make because he just had fun making it he had a good time making that album. yeah that's interesting i'm actually excited because Already, um, even though they they fit together, um, Bastard Goblin and Wolf are all like completely different sounds too. Mm-hmm. Like you got that noir kind of like anger mm-hmm. beats. You got the like kind of uh, just kind of spooky and evil beats for Goblin, and then Wolf. From what I heard, most of it, it had a lot of jazz influence. Yeah, yeah, the because. Like I said, it wasn't fully that he was like growing in sound and, until yeah. like a little until like Cherry Bomb and onward. But Wolf, you could start to see yeah. like that sprout. It was, it was sophisticated, mm-hmm. and like he talks about, he likes a lot of like older musicians, like from back in the day, like you know, like Marvin Gaye and shit like that. Yeah, that's that's what it, it was making me feel. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of swing 
Um, mm-hmm. He like yeah. he actually enjoys that sound. So it, it was cool to see that like you know influence him. It actually you can like feel it in the music. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of people that don't really like Cherry Bomb and think Cherry Bomb is like his worst album because of that. Mm. And I remember re-listening to Cherry Bomb when I was doing the back-to-back stuff, and I was like, Cherry Bomb's really pretty fucking good i like cherry bomb can't wait to hear it yeah like All right like i i think it was really good but then um like i'd say wolf and cherry bomb are those phases where you can really see him like starting to want to branch off and really do what he wants to do with the music and then you get to flower boy and that's when like everything changes dude like like this is like this is it this is it this is tyler the creator like right here when you get to Flower Boy. Flower Boy is so fucking good. Also, it's the reason why you see the fucking meme of like Tyler the Creator had like a fucking Gara evolution. Oh. Where it was just like Gara was all edgy and then they show the picture the fucking photo of Gara like in the gardening apron with the flower pot yeah. and they show Flower Boy. <laughs> and it's just like that's literally what it is like yeah. he's at peace with himself. Like he he's accepting who he is. That's that's good. I, I it really does like show that these albums tell a story of like he he tells a story in each one of these albums, but it's also the story of him. Mm-hmm. And um, one song you really need to listen from Flower Boy. It's a single. It's like a popular song anyway. Uh, one of them is Who Dat Boy. Who Dat Boy just goes hard. <laughs> Who Dat Boy just goes fucking hard. I, that's why you need to listen to it. It has ASAP Rocky on it too. Okay. Those two are just a good tag team as well. Um. But Who That Boy goes hard as fuck. And, uh, but one song you really need to hear from that, from Flower Boy, is uh, See You Again. See You Again is a good song, bro. Oh, yeah? It's about... The song is essentially about, like, the perfect person for you, but you only see them in your dreams. So oh, when you listen to the fuck. song and you hear it, it's just like, damn. <laughs> Shit. And the chorus is like, can I get a kiss? And can you make it last forever? Cause I'm about to go to war. Like, you know, he's about to wake up and do his life. Yeah. And I don't know when I'm gonna see you again. And it's just like, fuck, dude. It's it's really fucking good. <laughs> like, Flower Boy is just so like, it's hard for me because Flower Boy and Igor, I think are my favorite Tyler albums, but it's hard for me to say which one is my like number one. Cause there's so many aspects of each one that I really like. There's just so many songs I could pick out of Flower Boy that just be like, damn, bro, these are some, like, Who That Boy just goes hard, and like I said, would see you again. It's just such an impactful, powerful, like, song. But then you get to Igor, which is uh, his most recent album, and Ryan Ryan just listened to it. Um, that is, like, a full-fledged storyline. Yeah. That, was, like, that's a storyline, dude. And I know a lot of people, like, didn't like Igor initially either when it first came out because he wasn't really rapping on it. But if you just, like, sit there and act... And I know he also... Because I the first time I listened to Igor, I hadn't been, like, really paying attention to, like, him talking about it. I hadn't really, like, known anything what was going to happen with it. I was just like, oh, Tyler's about to drop an album. And then it dropped, and I was like, okay, let me listen to it. But apparently he also made an announcement before Igor came out or around the time it did. Like, he's just like, regardless if you like it or not, just just listen to it. Just yeah. just sit down and actually listen to it. And that's that's what I ended up doing without even knowing that. I was just I just sat down and listened to it. And that was like 
some fantastic storytelling that was done Igor both like lyric wise and like just sound wise fantastic fucking story it's just this relation like him falling in love with somebody but can't really he can't really be with this person because this dude has like a girlfriend so like he can't really be public with that because he has a girlfriend and he wants to get the girl out of the way and you know it becomes this toxic thing of like well i'll get her out of the picture oh we can still be together oh we can keep doing this and it eventually gets to that point where he's just like this isn't gonna work they break up and he's like i don't love you anymore but then you get to that last track where yeah can we still, still be, be friends, friends after all of that and you're just like god damn bro <laughs> and apparently thing. he didn't even intentionally like like purposely write it in like order as a story like apparently he was just writing the songs and he was like fuck this is telling a story yeah that's how you can tell it was just something real and from the heart yeah it's something that he really wanted to it's I feel like that's how he wrote all of his albums in a sense it's just maybe he didn't really realize it until Igor mm -hmm. but you can tell that there's a lot of heart even in the most frustrated like pissed off or like mm -hmm. the even like shock value edgy things it's not even like he's saying he wants to do it it's just he doesn't know how else to express his emotions yeah that's what it is. he's he's younger he doesn't know how to you know get his thoughts together and really like yeah. say what he wants to say and now he's at that point where he can yeah and it's i fucking love it dude I'm, i absolutely fucking love i really it. appreciate the sound and what he delivers to the music scene it's it's really interesting yeah dude it get, get yeah it gives you like vibes of not school shooter vibes but the kid that everybody thinks is going to be a school shooter vibes yes because he's misunderstood yeah yeah <laughs> yeah dude uh i i can't wait for whatever else he's gonna do in the music world i i love it dude and it's just like fuck you don't get a lot of artists like tyler in your career yeah or not in your career, in your in your life, like growing yeah. up, like in your generation. Yeah. There's just certain like you. There's a lot of good artists in our generation right now, but like people like as like evolutionary and like Ryan was saying before, like iconic as Tyler. That's rare, dude. And he's gonna go down as one of like the best. He definitely is. And like I said, when you listen back to like Bastard and Goblin, and like if you were around at that time when those things were out. And you know, like the Odd Future mixtapes and all of that stuff, you would have. I don't think anyone would have ever thought it would get to this point currently. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a good. It's just like fuck. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy that he's at this point. And I love it. I fucking love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'm you got me onto someone now. Yeah, dude. He's he's great, man. He's great. And then he also has, you know, some good singles. Like Ryan was like, I, he heard a uh, potato salad. <laughs> oh, that shit went hard. Potato salad go hard. Oh, man. <laughs> Him and ASAP, they're a fucking dynamic duo, bro. Yeah. Uh, there's also a track, What I think it's called uh, Right Now. That shit goes hard. Uh, okra, fucking amazing. That's, um, I actually was looking up stuff, and a lot of people were selling, saying Okra's a good one to listen to. So. Okra fucking slaps. I have to show you once we're done with the podcast. All right, for sure. Okra is really good, but um, yeah, dude. I Tyler Creator is great, guys. That's that's what I wanted to bring up. I've been listening to him. I've been hearing about him more recently. Again, 
I was just like, dude, he's... That's an example of what you should be as an artist in the music world. You should be growing. You should be doing new things. You should be experimenting. You should be maturing with your sound. Regardless of whatever kind of sound you do. Like, even if you do, like, you know, just, like, kind of party turn-up music, you should want to grow and change and do new things. I'm not necessarily saying you need to have some deep, woke shit. If that's what you do, that's what you do. That's your niche. There's a place in the world for any kind of music. Yeah. But you shouldn't want to always do the same thing over and over. Because even people who mainly listen to that kind of turn-up party music get tired of hearing the same shit over and over again. They want different things to listen to. That's, um... (laughs) <laughs> it just randomly made me think of this, so sorry. Mm. But that kind of concept is made me realize, like, I don't know. I haven't been paying much attention to music that's been coming out lately, but do you know if that band Greta Von Fleet has made any more music lately? Not that I know of. They just had that one album, right? Yeah. Have they made anything now? Let me look it up. Yeah, we sh- maybe we should look it up before I say start talking shit. Uh, let me look it up. Credit monthly. I and I knew exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> Cause like, it seemed like their whole thing was were Led Zeppelin, right? Yeah. You you know, you know how I first heard them. How? <laughs> so, do you remember the white rapper Macklemore? <laughs> Macklemore. Yeah. <laughs> he had a song called Downtown. Yeah. It was featuring the lead singer from Greta Von Fleet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's the that's the first time <laughs> I heard them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was uh what what was the fucking song that Malcolm Ray made? Uh the song's called Downtown, but um he's fucking buying a moped. <laughs> <laughs> Actually Look. <laughs> I got... I see the lyrics right here, right? Oh, no. Before you get into Greta Von Fleet, we're going to get to that. Yeah, Uh, I'm like... (laughs) We just took a fucking U-turn. Let me just... uh, I'm going to make a new segment called Kyle Reed's song lyrics he thinks are fucking hilarious. I've been waiting for this because (laughs) I've been dealing with this my entire life, and now you guys get to do it, too. Um, (laughs) So these are the lyrics to Downtown by Macklemore. (laughs) I went to the moped store, said, fuck it. Salesman, like, salesman's like, what up? What's your budget? <laughs> and honest, and I'm like, honestly, I don't know nothing about no mopeds. He said, I got the deal for you. Follow me. Ooh, it's too real. <laughs> Crumbed out mirror. I don't need a windshield. Banana seat, a canopy on two wheels. Oh, 800 cash. That's a hell of a deal. I'm headed downtown. <laughs> Cruise to the alley tiptoeing in the streets like Dally pulled up up through the valley white walls on the wheels like maze dope my crew is ill and we need (laughs) all we need is two wheels (laughs) got gas in the tank cash in the bank and a bad little mama with her ass in my face (laughs) I was gonna drive the moped I'ma lick that stick that Break her off, Kit Kat. <laughs> Snuck her backstage. You don't need a wristband. Dope. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, these are kind of fire. Um, I'm gonna be. I, I I gotta tell you something. Um, that that second portion that uh, I'm headed downtown, cruising to the alley part. Mm-hmm. Macklemore didn't do that part. 
artists featured i'm gonna read these to you i already know who these were but um melly mel grandmaster kaz and cool modi they oh. were doing those parts so the portion about him with the fucking moped that was him <laughs> but he had those people featuring their parts were fire because at first i was like all right dude you're gonna buy the 800 dollars it's a hell of a deal he back to like, macklemore though why does macklemore sound like the rap version of the free credit report because that's what he raps about have you heard fucking thrift shop yeah <laughs> killing the game about to catch a body past a harley dookie on the ducati timbaland Khaled, Scott Storch, Birdman, Goddamn Man, everybody got Bugattis, but I'ma keep it hella 1987. Head into the dealership and drop a stack on a cup of Kawasaki. <laughs> drop a stack in cup of Kawasaki. I'm stunting on everybody. Hella raw past the wasabi. I'm so low. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I'm so low that my scrotum's almost dragging on the concrete. <laughs> Jesus. My seat is leather, alright, I'm lying, it's pleather. Got to the fucking chorus. No, no. But girl, no. we can still ride together. You don't need a Uber. You don't need a cab. Fuck a bus pass. You got a moped, man. <laughs> Fuck a bus pass. She got 1988 Mariah Carey hair, very rare mom jeans on her derriere. That I I can see that. I can visualize. Throwing that. up the west side as we tear the air. Stopped by Pike Place. Throwing fish to a player, and then you get to the chorus, and I'm gonna try my best to sound like this nigga from <laughs> downtown, <laughs> downtown, <laughs> downtown, downtown. <laughs> That's it. She has your her arms around your waist downtown, with a balance that will keep her safe. Have you ever felt the warm embrace of the leather seat between your legs <laughs> downtown? You don't want no beef, boy. No, I run the streets, boy. Better follow me towards downtown. What you see is what you get, girl. Don't ever forget, girl. Ain't seen nothing yet until you're downtown. That's the chorus. <laughs> so we're at the second verse. Oh my god. <laughs> Dope, cut the bullshit, cut off the mullet, stonewash so raw, mops like a mo like a bullet. You can't catch me, a popo can't <laughs> reprimand me. I'm in a b-boy stance, I'm not dancing. I got your girl in the back going tandem, cause I'm too damn quick, I'm too damn slick. Hold downtown yelling who that is. <laughs> oh god, and I think that was cool mode and all of them again. Oh my god. So back to Mac. <laughs> No. It's me, the M, the A, C, the K. Sounding like a French pimp, French pimp from back in the day. Okay. I'd, take, I'd take her to Penn O'Reilly and watch her skate. I mean, water ski, ollie ollie oxen free. <laughs> the, 
<laughs> I'm pursuing down fourth, and they watching me. I do a handstand, the eagle lands on my seat. Well, hello, but baby, the kickstand ain't free. Now, do you or do you not want to ride with me? I got one girl. I got two wheels. She a big girl. That ain't a big deal. I like a big girl. I like a sassy. Going down to the back street, lesson in the black street. Running around the whole town. Neighbors yelling at me like, you need to slow down. Going 38, dead. Chill the fuck out. Mow your damn lawn and sit the hell down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. my God. If I only had one helmet, no. I would give it to you. Oh, I remember this part. Wait. If I only had one helmet, I would give it to you. Give it to you. <laughs> Cruising down Broadway, girl. What a beautiful view. Wonderful view. <laughs> There's layers to the shit, player. Tiramisu. Tiramisu. No. Let my coattail drag, but I, I ain't tearing my suit. Tearing no, my suit. No. And then the fucking chorus hits no. again. And then, no. and then it's just the chorus twice. And it goes. Thank you. <laughs> my God. <laughs> if you didn't like this segment, I'm going to let you know you have to deal with it. <sighs> I've heard many a song. No, this is lyric. the segment now. It's gonna happen, and you're gonna have to deal with it. I, I, I once heard Kyle recite the lyrics to "It's a Vibe." Do you know how many times he said "It's a Vibe," "It's a Vibe," "It's a Vibe." Yeah, it's a vibe. A thousand times before I listen to it's it's a banger. It's a banger. But every time I hear that song, I think about you in my garage, just saying it's a vibe. She She want a vibe. vibe. Uh, Yeah. Uh. uh. (laughs) Next time I'll read it's a vibe. Do you want to know the most ridiculous song that you've ever recited to me? And I don't think you remember this. Which one? You you you've recited "Run It" by Chris Brown. <laughs> did I really? Once. Did I really do yes, that? <laughs> I must have been drunk. You were fucking. I must have been fucking Back in the day, because I remember <laughs> you were like, "Let me know, see if you can run it." <laughs> I was like, Shut "Yeah, the fuck. I don't, I don't actually verse the songs it was, as they're supposed to be. I'm just reading." It them. was one of the nights where you had to sleep on the couch. Fuck. Okay, I must have been drunk. <laughs> drunk. I was drunk, drunk. Yeah. This was like the table was covered in cans of Miller. Uh, oh, I was drunk, drunk. You remember? We, we would throw Bro- those back. Sedator Brothers, twenty dollars for thirty-six pack. Yeah, we would fucking drink like twelve each and be like, "You want another beer? Yeah, I want another beer. Yeah, we want another beer. Want a shot? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. That's why we got so fat, dude. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly why. I don't regret it. Nah. <laughs> Those were fun times. times. Those yeah. Good times. But yeah. No, that's a new segment. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I forgot how funny some song lyrics are to me. That shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like some people are going to listen to it and be like, why does he think that shit is so fu-? I don't know. It's, it's so fucking funny my, to me because they're so... Some of those lyrics are just like, nigga. I will only <laughs> allow this segment to be a thing if... You agree that one day you surprise me and read the lyrics to a flashlight? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I think everyone needs to know that song. 
I'm not going to tell you who that song is by. Maybe you can Google Flashlight and find out, but I feel like there's a bunch of songs named Flashlight. Yeah. So I'm not going to say, but that song is iconic to our group of friends. <laughs> like, that song is legendary. It's, it's to our group past. Of- <laughs> like, not just like the immediate group of friends. It's like moved, it's like trickled. I'm it's, like thinking about it. It's almost as bad as soup. Fuck! Oh <laughs> no, we can never tell them about that. We can I can, t- I'll tell them about flashlight one day. We can nev- never tell them. Soup stays with us. Yeah. <laughs> All we know is the only person who cares about it is Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no more soup. <laughs> Twenty minutes in. Soup, soup. nigga. <laughs> Guys, stop! All right, all right, we'll stop. <laughs> nigga, soup. <laughs> People are gonna be like, what the fuck are they talking about? The only reason it's stuck is because I added the comma. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were so fucking stupid. <laughs> Do you wanna tell the story and wrap it up? Tell the story of what? Of the soap? Do you show her No, is it a we secret? can't, we can't. Okay. I can't tell them that. Maybe okay. one day, but I feel like that should stay with the group. Okay. There's some secrets that are just better left as secrets. <laughs> the, the and fucking... also, it's honestly not that thrilling of a story. We're just <laughs> really fucking <not>. stupid. <laughs> all, all I'll say is it started with what was the what would you not want to find in written in your alphabet soup <laughs> soup it started with just soup it started with just the word soup don't even tell them why we that question was even asked don't even no i'm not bring nothing it's just, up about i just it. i just need them to know that how minuscule the concept of soup there's some things you guys can never know that it, you had to be there it's not as funny if you weren't there. Ah. <laughs> it's it's just not as funny if you weren't fucking the, there. The funniest thing is in other circumstances where soup gets in, involved, other people who weren't there find it hilarious and join in. And oh, yeah. then we don't have it's to like do it. It's like a fucking virus. And then we don't have to do it anymore <laughs> and we get blamed and it's hilarious. We're honestly awful fucking... <laughs> we, we have some dark senses of humor. That's, that's kind of why I'm excited about Sea of Thieves because like... Oh, I yeah. feel like you and me, you and me, will give Patrick a headache. I'm gonna talk some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be fucking. Ta- I'm a fucking pirate. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, so if you're down, one of the things I bought is uh, a captain's outfit with a cruise outfit, mm-hmm. so we can be like with turbans and feathers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go no further. All right. Oh my god. Ooh. Yes, yeah. no one. one. They can't know about soup, but okay. one day they will know. About, I'm not gonna say when they'll know about flashlight, but one day I'm gonna be like Ryan. It's time to talk about flashlight. <laughs> oh my god, dude, we're gonna do flashlight after the podcast immediately after. Oh my god. <laughs> but um, there's anything else you want to fucking add? <laughs> downtown. <laughs> Went to the moped store, said fuck it. He was like, alright, what's your budget? Legit. Honestly, I don't know nothing about the mopeds. Do I got the deal for you? Follow me. Ooh. Ooh. It's too real. <laughs> Sad. Oh my god. <laughs> I think Ryan's done on that note. Um, we're gonna wrap up episode seven. This went fucking totally different. No, I'm not done. Oh, he's not done. <laughs> I'm okay. not done, man. Soap. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Powerful statement. <laughs>
<laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in to our shenanigans on episode 79. As always, we've had a good time. Hope you had a good time. Please spread the word about the podcast. Let us know what you think about the new audio. I'm still working out the kinks. This might not sound as good as it should be. So I want to try to improve and get better. Uh, love you guys. Thank you guys for all the support. Um, we're going to keep going from here regardless of anything. Uh, see you guys in May for episode 80. Fucking milestone right there. Episode 80. Um, I think Ryan and I started doing the podcast together on episode like 70 or 71. So it's kind of fucking crazy to think like, damn, we've already done like 10 episodes together or more. But uh, thank you guys so much. Love you, love you, love you. Uh, soup, flashlight, downtown. And I'm out. Also, listen to Tyler the Creator. Just listen to like fucking listen to his whole discography. Um, listen to it start to finish and just see and feel that evolution. All right, we're gonna head out. Love you. Bye. I'm afraid to, but I can't let fear get the best of me. on my nuts she's slurping 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 on my nuts she's slurping on my nuts she's slurping on my nuts she's slurping 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 on my nuts she's slurping on my nuts her ass is like a bus she drop it like a klutz then she go and fetch this nut my flow is kinda nuts no the fuck it ain't I beat the pussy up and I won't show with no restraint Damn, a nigga go hard than a motherfucking diamond I don't give a fuck, I'ma keep on rhyming A nigga spit hot, Ethiopia's climbing I don't give a fuck, I'ma keep on climbing Till I get nylon, till a nigga pop like eyeless Till my mama money looking right and chicken stop all the crying Wait until my nigga stop dying Who you say you fucking with, nigga stop lying Shuffle when this bitch and my dick is kinda giant Who the best out, nigga I am Stand on my dick, jump off, now a nigga start flying, start flying. Fool this man! No!